TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. He's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, take a look at the five and what is up, Matt Steinmetz with Evan Giddings, it's a fabulous Friday, the sun's out, holidays coming, Niners winning, Jordan Poole in town, we got action in the Bay, we got action Evan, Evan in for Guru, Guru will be back next week, what more do you need to know, what more do you need to have? Other than the two of us, with Sam Lubman on the periphery today, but always welcome to jump into the fray. My mm-hmm. first question: Yeah, who are you, and what did you do with Matt Steinmetz? I mean, this is a brand yes. new Steiny. It's almost like you're in 2024. You better be careful because you know you're having a hell of a year. This is my last show of the year. You don't want it to turn around too fast. This is the last time on 95.7. I'm going to be officially right in 2023. <laughs> Uh, I was telling uh, some people on the uh, YouTube chat uh, earlier that uh, I have a little announcement, but it's not an announcement like it's official, although when I say it, it it usually is. It's more like a proclamation. You've been in the chat? Oh, yeah. Without telling us? Yeah, I was going to the YouTube chat and say, hey, hey, what's up before the show? Yeah, that's what I do. Brand new man. So... As people know, we've uh, we've changed offices the last couple months. So we, we had an office on one side of the city. Now it's on the other side of the city. Still parked once in a while on the other side, taking bar. Your boy Steiny has been he's been active in San Francisco for the last couple months. Let's just put it that way. Boy, let's just put it that way. And let me tell you something. I'm here to tell you something. <laughs> San Francisco's coming back. I don't know. How low people thought it was. I don't know these goofy, exaggerated stories about its demise. But I'm here to tell you. City's coming back. There is action. There are people. Stopped by an establishment the other day. Yesterday. Or maybe it was the day before. Both. Saw my guy Andy. Andy said, I said, Andy, I gotta tell you, man, this place, like, there's, there's, he said, you know what, it's been a great December, great December. He said, we'll see what happens in the new year. I said, hey, let me tell you something. It's official. It's back. City's coming back, and in 2024, it'll officially be back. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I can feel the bustle. I've always had a sixth sense. I've always had my finger on the pulse. And I'm telling you. 2024 could be the year of San Francisco. Well, th- this is where I'm at with the city because, you know, you, you, you read about the statistics. Like in sports, okay, you got your box scores, you got your numbers, your team stats, your analytics, and whatever. No, no, no. What's the eye test? What's the eye test tell you? And right now, the eye test is telling me that the city of San Francisco is on the up because people are cheerful. 
People are out. They are about. And they're just in a good mood. Like, I, I don't know if it's always when the winter turns and uh, the, the weather turns and it, it kind of gets a little more dreary than usual and you see people this seasonal depression, the, the sun's going down sooner, stuff like that. I, I think we're coming out of it sooner, like, immediately. I mean, the, the amount of people that were at <clears throat> uh, the cafeteria yesterday. Sure. You know, around 3, 4 o'clock. These are people that are wearing their Sunday best. They got their, their ugly Christmas sweaters. They got the bells, the whistles. They got lights. I mean... Stiney, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Right now, the, San, the city of San Francisco is passing the eye test. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm telling you, there's, there's more people coming back. There's action. Streets are looking good. So that's where I'm coming from today. I got, hey, the city's coming back. I'll just be honest with you. Boy, I'm 59 years old. I got all three daughters in town. I got Christmas. Going to take some time off next week. 49ers going to the Super Bowl. We got it all. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, yeah. So, yeah, this is our last day, our last show of the year, because you're going to be out next week. Guru's going to be back in. Yay! And... <laughs> I actually do miss Guru a lot. I've missed him this whole week. I, I talked to him. Oh, yeah? I've been talking to him, yeah. He's doing great. Oh, that's good. I, I know. I know a little deez. Oh, see, Steiny, and this is where you're getting a little bit too loose, because right behind you, you just, you just pulled the flag down. There you go. Go ahead, keep talking. So I was. Uh, I am the system of this show. It really is. So I was. I was thinking. Actually, I did text Goo yesterday, and was just getting an idea, kind of like you know what. What is he feeling? Like he's had the week off. Next week, I'm going down to San Diego. My only goal is to swim every single day. That's really all I got in my mind, and I'm just kind of curious what 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 Goo's been been thinking over this time. Well, he's had some time to rest. He's had some time to to recharge, and it does feel like. There's a lot going on right now in various sports. The city's on the rise. And I really can't wait to see what happens in 2024 because there's really action everywhere. Like, there's excitement bustling with the 49ers and what their season can be. The Golden State Warriors, though they're a game below 500 chance to pull there tonight, they're always interesting. And the, the Giants are where they're at. And I don't think that they've affected people too much as far as the holiday cheer. So I'm, I'm kind of curious where what people are feeling. Yeah, I, I kind of was thinking that too. I was taking the long view. So I've been out here for 35 years. When I got out here at 90, it's Niners. All Niners all the time. They were the king. There's just no doubt about it. Uh, we got into the uh, 2000s. Started to lean toward the Giants, especially after the stadium was built. Then they win three titles. And the Giants were a phenomenon here in 10, 12, and 14. And then the Warriors. So I, I, I think it's been... I think it's been... It's always... All things being equal, I always think that the Bay's a, 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 a Niners town. But that's also because football's the big boy of all the three sports. Here, here's the one thing that I was thinking about. Where, what's your passion level for each team? Let's say you had to split it into three. You're, let's say you're a Giants fan and you're a Warrior fan and you're a and you're a uh, uh, Niner fan. Not just because you're winning, but like, how enthusiastic are you for each of these teams right now? I mean, for the 49ers, obviously sky high. For the Warriors, you know they've brought us some unbelievable times. But the Giants. I mean, what can they? What could the Giants even do at this point? Of course, they they lose uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto to the Dodgers. I mean, I didn't really want to get into that, but since we're talking about you know the state of the teams and stuff, I mean, Giants are in a little trouble. They're in a position where they got to earn our attention, and whether that's for a free agent move, a trade. I think it really just comes down to winning games, and especially the way that the last season ended, they're they're, they're in some trouble. They they got to dig themselves out of this hole. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be a team that I want to watch this year or don't want to watch. Like I'll I'll be tuned in, but the Niners and the Warriors are so far ahead at this point, not just because of their success and how good the Niners have been and how good the Warriors have been recently, but. Just the amount of entertainment value surrounding him. I mean, I know baseball is not as popular as it used to be, but when you think about the 49ers, you think about 
I mean, you could think about five or six different guys as far as who's going to represent what you want to see on television. Stephen Curry's the greatest entertainer, I think, in sports right now. And he's going to put on probably another show tonight and tomorrow against the Wizards and the Trailblazers. Like, that's, I think, where, where, where I'm at is I, I just feel like every single day, especially like we we're talking about, okay, you got, the, you got the family in town. You got Christmas coming up. Just think about what we got going on sports-wise this weekend. Exactly. You got the Warriors tonight. Jordan Poole comes back home. You got the Trailblazers and a chance, ideally, to go above 500 for the first time since early in the year. And then you got the Niners on Christmas Dang playing the game that everyone has tabbed as a Super Bowl preview. preview. So, right now, I, I, I mean, as much as I, I want to do these, these next four hours with you, Steiny, I'm almost looking more, more forward to the games. Well, you should. You should. Uh, Super chat on YouTube. Uh, Too Much Sauce has paid $2 to have this chat read. And anytime you want to do the Super Chat, you can on YouTube. Okay. But I'm gonna, this is probably more suited to you. Uh, Too Much Sauce paid $2 to say, is San Diego also on the come up in 2024? I'll, I'll let Evan uh, speak to that. He knows more about San Diego than I do. I don't think San Diego really fell off that much because it, it it's kind of like one of the reasons why I love San Diego is it's so consistent. Like it's it's just a I don't know people don't Spurs? move too fast. The Spurs? Well, not not this year. But by the way, hmm. you see the you see the Pistons? They win? No. Ah. Twenty five in a row. Well, that's it. They're, they're What's one the of, record? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. So. No, the, the San Diego's not the Detroit Pistons. They're not the San Antonio Spurs. They would be probably right now like the Boston Celtics. You know, consistently right. winning 45, 50 games. Haven't won a championship yet. Might leave you a little bit underwhelmed, but you might also have a lot of fun going out there. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. By the way, at a 1030, uh, I got a question. I've got a question for 49er fans at 1030. I... I don't usually tease questions, but I'm going to tease this one. Apparently, I asked a question this morning. The boss, of course, is lingering like he always lingers. You know what I mean? He's, we got a boss that just, he's like, uh, he's a sidler. You know, before you know it, he sidled up next to you, and you didn't even really know he was around. Anyway, he was doing that again today, and... Uh, I said, I got a question about the Niners. If you were a Niner fan, would you would you take this? And he said, that's a great question. Who came up with it? Because I know you didn't. And well, I said, no. You did. No, Matt, I did. And it, it came from some research. And he goes, that's a, that's a great question. Then we go to the great Joe Hawks, mm-hmm. KCBS. He hears the question, and he goes, you'd have to be an idiot to say no to that. And I said, Joe, I'll bet you most people would say no to that. So we'll talk about that at 1030. I wanna, I wanna, That's a tease. I want to give that a little, little room to breathe because I know how I would answer it. I want to know how 49er fans uh, would answer it. I'm kind of with Joe Hawks. I, I am too. But I think there's going to we'll be a lot of people. Pe- yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it has to do with, obviously, the 49ers. They play the Ravens on Monday night football, Christmas night. And just think a lot about uh, Purdy and, and Lamar Jackson and what's at stake. And I I think it's pretty simple. If one of those guys has a big game and a win, they're going to be the, they're going to be the MVP favorite. It'll be their MVP to lose the last three games of the week, or uh, two uh, weeks of the year. Eh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. MVP. Purdy's going to get it, or Lamar Jackson's going to get it. We were talking about the MVP yesterday. It's like, how if, if, if I'm an MVP voter in Chicago, how do you pick between McCaffrey and Purdy if those are the guys you're going with? See, the, to me, the reason that... I mean, Purdy can win it if he's lights out from here on in, but I, I do I do think it's fair if a voter says, man, the, the, the 49ers have two guys, and so I, I'm not going to vote for either. To me, it's exactly what happened every year that Durant was a warrior. You, how do you distinguish between Steph Curry and Kevin Durant who the MVP is? It's, it's too hard. Is it 60% Durant and 40 Curry? Is it 60 Curry, 40 Durant? And so what you end up doing and what I would do is, you know what? 
I'm going to vote for neither of those guys, and I'll go in a different direction. Hmm. Um, that's that's what I kind of see happening, unless Purdy is just lights out the rest of the year, and then I think he'll end up getting it. Well, now you got me kind of thinking because one of the other conversations we had about Durant and Curry. I mean, the MVP was kind of off the table. I know it's going to be the case for the 49ers this year, but I think the bigger discussion was about whose team it was. And it's been proven that it has always been and will always be Stephen Curry's team. Whether you thought that Kevin Durant was you know, the, the best player, he's the, the finals MVP, it's, it, it's, it's Curry's team. The Warriors are Stephen Curry. I wonder how people feel about the 49ers and whose team it is. Because... Kyle Shanahan has been around for a long time. And I don't really know if a team can be represented by their head coach. And logic would tell you that, well, it's it's the quarterback. He's the driving force. But we're talking about the MVP because of how impactful Christian McCaffrey is. And I think I've said this to you before. To me, McCaffrey is just the, the fire starter. Like, he's the match that you strike to the kindling. And then Brock Purdy, he pours gasoline all over it. But I don't know which one people feel like is the driving force, is the representative for the 49ers. Because Christian McCaffrey got here just a little bit before Brock Purdy did. Right. But together they've been unstoppable. And that is where I think they have the relation to Curry and Durant, which is it it just doesn't seem plausible that there's someone that's going to be able to take these two out and try and, you know, essentially force them into a bad game. Yeah. No, I hear you. 888-957-9570 is the number. It's a uh, it's a Friday, and it's a holiday Friday. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that things can get ha- things can get a little out of hand on a Friday. It's also a payday Friday. I asked the boss. I said, frisky. "Are you asking? Are you telling me to go have fun out there today?" <laughs> and he said, "No." I'm not asking you to go out and have fun out there today, but we're, we're going to have a uh, ton of fun. Also, you know, at t- here's what's coming up. At 10.30, I got a question that's going to, oh, it's just going to provoke 49er fans. Positively, probably. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Uh, also, and I told you about this yesterday, I've got a, I've got a little bit of an ethical dilemma um, you that, remind me. that I'm dealing with. Don't remember I'll do it yesterday. at the break. <laughs> okay. uh, I have a little ethical di- dilemma that I'd like some help on, uh, unrelated unrelated to sports, and the good people of the Bay are hopefully going to help me uh, do the right thing, because I always like to do the right thing. Jordan Poole in town. I mean, got to get a standing O. He's got to. It doesn't have to be extended. Give him a standing ovation. Like, my guy Joe Hawks, KCBS, said, what do you think, Steiny? What would you do? I'm like, what do you mean, what would I do? He's a champion. End of story. Jordan Poole's a champion. He won a ring with the Warriors. He ain't Nick Young. <laughs> I mean, there's a guy who should get booed. He's not Omri Caspi. I mean, you want to boo somebody? Wait till the Sixers come in here with Kelly Oubre. Don't boo Jordan Poole. You can't boo him. You can't. And he deserves nothing but applause. Thank you. Before the game. Now, during the game, you can do whatever you want. He's on the other team. That's fine. But I guarantee you the Warriors will have... I I don't know if it's a video or they'll set aside a moment during the pregame introductions. You know, whoever does the the intros over the PA is probably going to do something nice and reintroduce you know Golden State Warriors champion Jordan Poole. and it, and it's really it's it, it's tough because obviously of the way that that he exited, but Jordan Poole is one of the best success stories in the Bob Myers era. Like he was what he was a he was the twenty eighth overall pick I think, and was a guy that was sent back to the G League his second or third season was. You know, we didn't know if he could play during the pandemic years. Kind of got to mess around like a lot of those players did on that terrible team. And we didn't know if he was going to be a guy. And then he kind of shot out of a cannon. Like I, I just think people forget how quickly Jordan Poole climbed the ranks, not just of, of being a fan favorite until what happened last year, but also just how good he was and how quickly that sort of blossomed for him. And... I, I think there's going to be more of that reflection tonight than, I don't know, whatever happened the last 365 days. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's just one of those things where Jordan Poole 
deserves a standing ovation because he was on a championship team. The the one thing also about Poole that I want to talk about just a little bit, and it's this. And I'm not saying the Warriors organization did this, but this is one of the things that I... It annoys me a little bit. So Jordan Poole gets drafted 27th or 28th or whatever he was, and he stunk, remember? He was very bad. And then... He uh, then COVID came. He went to the he went to G League. COVID came, and then they opened the facility. And remember how the Warriors made a point to say that nobody had been working harder than Jordan Poole. Nobody had been in the facility more than Jordan Poole. How do you know that? We know that because his security card uh, is being used every day, twelve hours a day. He's in here, and then we see his game the following year. And we're thinking, my God, did this guy get better? So at that point, you have to believe that he did work hard. It wasn't just a narrative the team was coming up with because there were there were results. And I just I just can't stand when then after a guy leaves a city or a region, you 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 totally forget about that kind of thing, you know. You talk about well, he he got too big for his britches, and well, he got too cocky. Well, okay, that's fair, but let's also make sure that we all acknowledge that this guy worked harder than anybody three, four, five years ago to get the contract to help the Warriors win a title. Like, don't tell me for two years that nobody's worked harder than Jordan Poole, but then the day he. He gets kicked out the door the day he's not a no longer a warrior. Now he's a liability. He's a cancer. Uh, he was the problem. That's that's one of the just something that I don't like at all, Evan. I give me both sides. No, yeah, look, I'm 100 with you, and I think look, I mean, you just take a look at he was the definition of a third year elite. Like that was the guy exactly. that that stepped in when Clay Thompson was out for the first. You know, 50 games of the year they won the championship. He was starting. He went back to the bench. If you do remember, he was also good when he came off the bench. He was still efficient that season. And he was incredible to begin that playoff run. And Stephen Curry, what he came off the bench, what, right? Game one on the way back against Denver? Yeah, exactly. Jordan Poole was, was the man. He scored, he scored like 29, 30, and 28 his first three playoff games. Looked like he was going to be the, the the prince of the ball, and it it, it just really sucked to, to to me kind of what what went down last year. But even even then, he played all eighty two games. You know his attitude might not have been the best, but he still played hard, even if you didn't like the way that he played. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like to me, this guy is a major piece of a championship team, and and arguably the most important championship to the big three as far as affirming what they what they'd done and then getting back on top like i'd never seen at the parade and we've been lucky enough to witness four of them now i hadn't seen the kind of elation and i i don't know just walking down market street you know clay in the crowd with the trophy draymond stephen curry the the big three the core andre guadala even to some extent but the the core was just so unbelievably happy that they proved everyone wrong. And Jordan Poole was a major piece of that story. And I just don't think it, be, it can be understated. No, I agree. I agree. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. You want to jump in? And, uh, you know, one of the other things I was telling the boss I might give uh, our listeners an opportunity uh, to do is thank us uh, for what we do for you every day from 10 to 2. Monday to Friday. So if you feel like you know, calling me up and giving me a compliment or thanking me or Evan for our service to you, because you're really what it's all about and we do it all for you, uh, you, you feel free to do that. Also, I got to, I'm kidding. Uh, I also got to thank my loyal P1. My loyal P1, our loyal P1. Uh, I got a couple gifts in the mail today. The person does not tell me their name, just that they listen every day. And the person, I don't know if it's a man or woman, they got me. Anybody who knows me knows I like these. I'm holding it up to the camera right now. You're a walking version of that. Dad jokes. Our loyal <laughs> P1 gave me a dad jokes book. Also got me some Snyder pretzels from Pennsylvania. And then some of these Oreos that are dipped in like vanilla, ch- uh, white chocolate. 
dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. I guarantee you I have a question that will be very provocative on the other side. And I just want to throw it at you. It's a football Friday! Brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to firstfivecalifornia.com. Matt Steinmetz, Evan Giddings, poised for Christmas, poised for New Year. I'm just telling you, we got action today, people. We got action, Sam. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Oh, yeah! Steiny along with Evan Giddings. Sam Lubman along with us. I'll put it on for about three minutes, but it's very... Thanks to the earthquake. San Jose Earthquakes brought some... uh, Take the ball out of your home. Santa hats. Let's go. Santa hats. You can check us out. Boy, that'll draw them. Uh, in you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great mood, but in the spirit of Matt Steinmetz, I must, I must inform you that Rudolph was not a real reindeer. He wasn't one of the original seven. What do you the mean? The original seven did not have Rudolph. Rudolph is an outlier. Okay, he's not like Donner and Blitzen. That's Curry and Durant. Okay, <laughs> Rudolph. Had one good game. He had one good game, Rudolph. He had a red nose, though. He had one. He was. They went to the bench one Christmas and he delivered. No, he, That's he it. came through on all the Christmases after that. That's how he earned the starting spot. He's basically the Brock Purdy of Santa's sleigh. Not every Christmas is filled with a snowy, misty, foggy night. It, well, some of them are, and it doesn't matter some, because he got the nose. Some are. They keep Rudolph on the shelf most Christmases. I'm you, just telling you. You got to go around the whole world, Steiny. There's lots of different weather all over the place. Yeah, not when you need to get to Siberia. That's when Rudolph comes up clutch. You see, that's, <laughs> Rudolph is actually known better in Russia than he is in America. Because I mean, I don't want to. He's a role player. He's, he's a, always been a role player, Rudolph. He's Jordan Poole. Never gotten paid the big money. His platoon splits he's are n- different depending on the weather. He's never been asked to carry a franchise, let alone a, a herd of reindeer. He's good on the road. Yeah, exactly. Steinmetz, there's eight reindeer. Rudolph was added. Yes, exactly. He's like a hanger-on, really. <laughs> He's got no business being one of the eight. He, he ain't the bus driver. <laughs> He's not the bus driver of the sleigh, that's for sure. Rudolph. I'd rather have the dachshund from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. It's not a dachshund. Max. Yeah, he's not a dachshund. What is he? He's like uh, he's closer to a Yorkie, I feel like. I no, he's, he's not a Yorkie. I don't know. All right. I got a question for 49er fans after thorough research. Okay, so here we go. Let's look at the two coaches uh, of these two teams, uh, John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan. 
So this is this is uh, John Harbaugh's seventeenth year as coach of the Ravens and terrier. They're... Max is a terrier. Okay, thank you. And uh, the Ravens are going to the playoffs this year in, in Harbaugh's seventeenth year. That means John Harbaugh has taken his team to the postseason eleven of seventeen years. They have one Super Bowl. He's eleven and nine in the playoffs. He has one AFC title game, a Super Bowl, and then uh, years where they won a playoff game and maybe lost a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But he's eleven and nine in the postseason. Kyle Shanahan, this is his seventh season with the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to make the playoffs. This will be the fourth year in seven that Kyle Shanahan makes the playoffs. Didn't make it the first two years and then missed it, I think, year four when they got hurt. His year four. So he's four for seven. No Super Bowls, but an NFC championship. Here you go. This is the question. I'm telling you right now, Kyle Shanahan, in the next 10 years, to be somewhat like John Harbaugh, he'd have to make the playoffs seven of the next 10 years, essentially. Yeah. Seven of the next 10 years. Uh, And the 49ers will win a Super Bowl. They will win one Super Bowl. In the next 10 years, they're going to make the playoffs seven years. They'll win the Super Bowl once, and maybe one other time they'll get to the NFC Championship game and lose. But the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan will win one Super Bowl in the next 10 years, make the playoffs in seven of those years, but again, only get one Super Bowl. If you're a 49er fan, do you take that right now? Right now. I'll give you one Super Bowl in the next 10 years, seven more playoff appearances, and a run like the like the Ravens. A couple had. of deep runs. Maybe you fall short in the championship game. You get bounced early in a, in a year, but you win it all. Like the Ravens actually, it's so the, the team that won the Super Bowl that beat the Niners was probably not the best John Harbaugh team he's had. They just got hot, and Joe Flacco was unbelievable. They also caught a couple breaks. Uh, the divisional round game against against Denver, I think it was. Flacco threw like a hail mary to Jacoby Jones to send it to overtime that probably should have been knocked down. But the defense, like these are the things that had to go right for them to win a Super Bowl. So if you look at the 2019 team, the last time these two teams faced and the Niners lost, I think it was a 10 and one versus a nine and two matchup. You know, a similar type of big boy status on the line. That team got bounced in the first round. They got beat by, what, like Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. So I, I wonder how people look at the Ravens and say, well, you know, they, yeah, they got one. John Harbaugh's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Because to me, I think he, along with Andy Reid, is, is more of a winner. But you look at the other head coaches, Tomlin, Harbaugh, um, McVay's been up there. Shanahan's honestly been up there for a while. And, of course, Belichick. Like, Harbaugh's kind of... Kind of quietly a model of consistency. Definitely. And definitely. I think maybe I'm in the minority. I'm with Joe Hawks. I think you'd be crazy to not take a Super Bowl and seven playoff trips in ten years. Well, with all respect to Joe Hawks, he's was even stronger than that. 888-957-9570. John Harbaugh's coached for 17 years. He's got a Super Bowl. He's been to the postseason eleven of seventeen years. Been to the NFC, uh, AFC Championship game one other time. 11-9 in the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan's been to the postseason four of seven years. No Super Bowls and NFC Championship. Shanahan's 6-3. Six 6-3 and three. Six and three in the postseason. I'm telling you, 49er fans, right now I'm offering you seven playoff appearances in the next ten years. I'm offering you one NFC Championship loss, and I'm offering you one Super Bowl in the next 10 years. That would put Kyle Shanahan essentially with a similar resume to John Harbaugh. It would be a little better, though, probably, because he's gotten off to a real good start. Yeah. Are you taking it? And when I thought of this question, I thought, I'm I'm taking that. If I'm a Niner fan, I'm taking it. Joe Hawks, KCBS's Joe Hawks, he was stronger than that. Remember, he said, I think you'd have to be an idiot 
not to take it. Well, Joe, I'm here to tell you that I'm looking at one text from the 415 saying, unacceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have it. Uh, That's from the 415. Our good friend Dylan in the 209. Uh, Hell no. I'm sick of close. All right. 408. That would be the minimum. But I'm greedy and I want more. Two or three chips or a back-to-back. 888-957-9570. Are you guys serious? I think that is how much confidence Brock Purdy's instilled in a lot of people. See, I like, G-Gestalgia uh, uh, on the YouTube. Stop asking, Steiny. The answer is no. Okay. I'll spin this in another way. Are you guys crazy? You mean no. The answer's yes to one in your lifetime, let alone 10 years. Steiny Claus has left the building. He's, wow. Now you're back. Gosh. There he is. 888-957-9570. Why not? Why, why, why wouldn't you take that? Well, because there's been a precedent set in this town that winning one Super Bowl is not good enough. That would be the reason. Like, when does history become... History? Irrelevant. <laughs> when do you look at it and say that's way too far back? Thank you, 925, on the uh, Comcast business tax line. Thank you very much. Super Bowls are hard to win. These folks are crazy. Heck yes, I'm taking it. Yeah, I... I I kind of predicted it when Joe said you have to be I said I'll bet you I'll bet you if we put a poll up it'd be I think more than half the 49er fans would say no I'm not taking it. That's how but you know what in fairness that's a sign of how high this team is right now. Well yeah, look, we're talking about history. 925. No. You're comparing Baltimore's history with San Francisco's history. We're comparing recent history. Right. Like since 2008 or whenever John Harbaugh took over. Like it's been a pretty good run for them. It's been successful. They haven't won multiple Super Bowls, but they got one. And the 49ers have yet to win one since 94. But there's a lot of fans that would say, well, like we talked to a three-time Super Bowl champ yesterday, Randy Cross. If he had stuck around for a year after 88, he would have had four. Right. Like, I mean, they were the kings of the 80s and were very successful in the early 90s. And I think that still it lives... In a lot of people's heads. One Super Bowl does not mean that it's good. I, I, like, to me, and again, this is coming from someone who, who grew up watching a, a franchise that, well, they left San Diego, but they've never won a Super Bowl. Um, there are franchises all over the country that have not won Super Bowls. I think the longest active Super Bowlist streak is the Arizona Cardinals. I could be wrong. but the Lions? Uh, Lions? Lions, I think, are up there. But... They don't have one either. So, I, I, like, for a, in a town like that, you absolutely are taking it. But at San Francisco, one Super Bowl, I don't know. You need more, as Kobe Bryant would say. Uh, 408. <laughs> so, I don't know if they're messing or not. Dynasty or bust. <laughs> Is that really what? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, 408 then follows up with, I want seven. Uh, rational me says, I'll take it. Irrational me once more. Giants and Warriors set the bar. That's Mikey Dubs, one of our favorites. 888-957-9570. Uh, I, I'm here to report to fans that if, if, if it's true, you're spitting in the face of a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. <laughs> There's a poll up on YouTube now, so if you want to uh, chime in, yes, one is enough, or no, I need two or more. I'm going go, to vote right now. Yes, one is enough. You can go to the YouTube chat. And we got two votes for one vote again. So, <laughs> well, I think that someone brought it up, and it's 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 true. Like I do think that the success that the Giants had in the 2010s, and the success that the Warriors also had in the last 10, 12 years, that does kind of factor in. Like the Warriors have four, the Giants won three. So winning yeah. one is great, but I like. I mean, the Giants are a complete. Dumpster fire right now, TBD. If that's going to be the same way this season, but they still got the three chips to hold on to, and the 49ers are still looking for theirs, their first one in the millennia. 
I, I can kind of see why a lot of Bay Area sports fans, as spoiled as it might sound, will say, you know what? you got to win multiple. To really be remembered in this town, you do have to win more than one. I guess. I, I, I guess. I, I'm surprised. Actually, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised because when... When the three of us all said, yeah, let, we'll ta-, I said I would take it, in case you're just joining us, here's what we're talking about. Uh, uh, John Harbaugh has been coaching Baltimore for 17 years. Harbaugh, I'm sorry, Shanahan uh, has been coaching the Niners for, for seven. So if I told you right now that Shanahan's going to win a Super Bowl with the Niners in the next 10 years and you're going to go to the playoffs seven years out of those 10, would you take it? I said yes, I'd take it if I'm a Niner fan. Evan said yes, I'd take it if I'm a Niner fan. Uh, Joe Hawk said you'd have to be an idiot not to take it. And that's when I said, you know what, I think there would be some a lot of, I don't know if I said a lot or a bunch, but I said I'll bet you there's a lot of 49er fans that would not take it. Sam, I uh, haven't asked you to officially weigh in, and you may be the most legit San Francisco fan of the four I'm giving you one 49er Super Bowl in the next 10 years. I'm giving you seven playoff appearances. I'm going to even give you an NFC championship appearance uh, along with that. So two total NFC championship appearances, one Super Bowl, seven playoff years. Sam Loveman, 49er fan, are you taking it? No, I'm not taking that. I need more than one. I need at least two or more. With the way the Niners are set up right now, well, first things first, it's kind of echoing off what Evan said. The era of one being enough is over. If you truly want to stand above the rest, above the other championship winners, you have to win more than one. Simply one just is not going to be enough. I honestly think that all the people crying how bad they want one Super Bowl right now, if the Niners win it this year, this time next year, they're already banging on the table saying, where's number two? It's so easy to say before you've won, just give me that one and you're good to go. Like, I remember growing up when I was a Giants fan, I just wanted one World Series. That's all I needed. Then they won in 2010, and it's like, you know what? More. I feel like I kind of want a second one now. And then you get that second one, it's like, oh, now, now you do want more. One. Winning one, it's never enough. So, no, I need at least two or more. You guys are selfish. By the way, count the bucket. Arizona Cardinals, 75 years. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. That's You're wrong. What do you mean? They haven't been the Arizona Cardinals for 75 years. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals Steiny, I like Steiny, I like your show best when you took the early show. They used to be the Chicago Cardinals. That's <laughs> fine. You know what? Let's get multiple titles. What the hell? Glenn and Glenn Ellen. What's up, Glenn and Glenn Ellen? How you doing? Glenn Ellen Hill. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. How are you guys? Doing well, thank I'm, you. I'm, listen, it, it, if the alternative is to let things go the way they are, I'll take the alternative because I think the 49ers are going to win more than one Super Bowl in the next 10 years. And even if even if they didn't, I'd rather go with the unknown than something that's already mapped out and there's no suspense. Appreciate the call, Glenn. Taking it absolutely, positively, literally. You're Which, ki- your kind of guy. He is my kind of guy. Uh but it's kind of not the exercise. I, I do think that's part of it, though, is fans feel like, well, we're already set up to win a Super Bowl this year. Why do I need to think about just one? Now, it'd be a major disappointment if they don't win it this year, but it's not like you're not offering this scenario to the Carolina Panthers, you know, who like are a two-win team. Correct. Like they can't envision being in the Super Bowl conversation at all. So if you say, hey, seven playoffs next ten years and you win one, they're going to be like, hell yeah. But here's... here's uh... Tell me if this is if I'm getting this right. So part of the reason people want more than one is because uh, the Warriors won more than one, the Giants won more than one, and the 49ers won more than one back in the day. They got five. Okay. So according to that theory, what if I if let's just say hypothetically, Kyle Shanahan, uh, the the year he started, okay, which was what? 2017. So if in 2017 I said, I tell you what, 49er fans, I'm telling you right now that in the next 10 years, Kyle Shanahan will win one Super Bowl between 17 and 27. You'll get to one NFC championship. You'll lose a, you'll win a Super Bowl, lose a Super Bowl, and then lose a game in the NFC and then make it seven. Wouldn't everybody have said, I'll take it? 
even though their Super Bowl total was still six at that point? I don't think they would. That re- I think the same people that are saying we want more than one now would have said we want more than one back then. That's staggering. I, I can't believe it. Because they'd also been to a Super Bowl, and now I know that they'd gone through Chip Kelly and sure. Jim Tonsula and, and a rotating cast there, but you had the Harbaugh era. Like You, you came pretty damn close. Uh, you didn't win it, but... I think when Kyle Shanahan takes over, like the goal is for him to be there for however many years, a decade or plus, which it looks like he's going to be, and to win multiple Super Bowls. I think also that the Shanahan name means something too. Like his dad's got a couple, Mike's a Hall of Famer, Kyle's got something to live up to. I mean, I I don't know. I wasn't here when when Shanahan was hired, so I'm not sure what the expectation was then. But I still think that people would would want multiple. So you're telling me, Bay Area, if on the day he was hired, Kyle Shanahan said, I will win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. I'll win one. I guarantee it. People would have said, that's not enough. What do you mean, just one? What is wrong what is going on here? I don't know, Fitz. I don't know. I don't know. It was. But when, when you got it was five. 30, it was 30 years ago when they won. But when you got they haven't five, won in 30 Steiny. years. When you it's... got five. Evan, you got five in like what? what? When were you born? 12 years. 94? Uh, I was born the year the Niners last won the Super Bowl. Okay, well, let's. Well, fine. So you've never seen a Super Bowl in your lifetime. Why aren't you taking just one if you're a Niner fan? I told you I am. You are. I am. I'm saying that the people who don't want just one would tell you in 2017 they also wouldn't just want one. I think there's an established precedent of winning in the Bay Area that might be unfair, but that means there's higher expectations for teams, for coaches, for players. And that's why it's going to be so hard for unre- whatever the next version of the Warriors is going to be. Like, you're going to have the expectation to not win just one. You're going to have to win multiple. Oh, my God. Well, if I could just add something onto that. Sure. Part of it is also the personnel you have with this team right now. No Brock doubt. Shanahan, very young coach. Brock Purdy, first full season. When you have a young combo like that, it kind of sets the table for you should be able to put together a really long and successful run. There's no doubt that part of the reason people would say no right now is because the 49ers right now are head and shoulders the best team in the NFL. I I think that might be more of a reason than Super Bowls 30 years ago. Let me put it to you like this, though. Give it to me. So here's my question off that. Yeah. You get 10 years, the next 10 years, same setup, seven playoff appearances, one Super Bowl. But you win the Super Bowl this year. Are you taking that? I need you to repeat that, please. So instead of the guise of a Super Bowl being now, later, you don't know when it's coming. Right. I can guarantee you the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay. They will win. They will make seven playoffs in the next ten years. Okay. Would you take that? Isn't that what I asked? Only you're giving me the title right away? Yeah. Yeah, I would take it. I don't care when the title comes. See? If I'm going to the postseason, keep in mind, keep in mind, I'm, you don't know kind of that you're not winning a Super Bowl, but you do know you're going to the postseason. Like, give me, give me a postseason seven out of ten years, and I feel like uh, we'll get one. And but we might not get two, but I'll take one. Like, I, I don't think the Warriors would have traded... Well, may, I, maybe I could be wrong. It's fascinating. I don't know if the Warriors, Steiny, would have traded the two chips they got with KD and a chance for a third uh, for the 73 win year. Like, you only win two titles instead of three, if you, but you win the 73 win season. You know what I'm saying? But you don't win the fourth? I'm not taking that if I'm the Warriors. So what you're saying is the Warriors would have two or they would have, three? They would have gone back-to-back. Back. Okay, and that's it? Yep. But you would have had the titles, the greatest team ever. That I, I might take that. Okay. See, that, and that, that to me is kind of Without what Without Durant. 
without, without Durant. Durant. Yeah, the, the 2016 year. They finish it off like they should have. God. It's a Christmas miracle. You can change the fate of the past. If I'm the if I'm a Golden State Warrior fan, would I rather have so basically this is, see, I I actually I love this stuff. So here's the question for next would you rather have four titles? Golden State Warriors have four titles, which they do. Two with Kevin Durant, or would you rather have won back to back? Including the 73-win team, which would have been officially basically the greatest of all time, you only get two. You have the title of maybe the greatest team of all time, but Durant never is in the picture. To obscure Curry. <laughs> I don't know if people would do like. Wow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade that. I think the way it worked out is. I don't know. Been incredible. They got four championships. Yeah, but that seventy-three win team. What, oh, like that was they, my favorite team. They could have. They could have said, "Hey, Michael Jordan, you were a nice little player, and you had a nice <laughs> little team." Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. Steiny and Evan with you uh, on a Friday. It's a football Friday, and uh, that means. That it's brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to firstfivecalifornia.com. Also, don't forget, we got Warriors Wizards tonight. Jordan Poole back in the building. Tip off 7 o'clock. And don't forget, stop by Ballast Brewing. Oh, it's Ballast Point. Duh. San Ballast Diego. Point. Yep. San Diego. Did you check on the Long Fin Lager for me? Can you do that, please? I'll See if they're making it anymore. Yeah, I'll ask. Uh, Evan will be doing pregame at 6 from Ballast Point Brewing, just up the street from Chase. That's on 16th Street. Again, Ballast Point Brewing before the Warriors take on the Celtics. And it's all right here on 95.7 The Game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at 4. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.